0: campaign comrades your favorite leftist gaming podcast i am your host ben and we've got all the comrades in the house today matt mike andrew we are here doing mike's episode where he got to dictate the choice to all of us much to all of our chagrin we are (coughs) we are talking about pokemon here but before i i hand it over to him um, I don't know if we've we've maybe like obliquely referenced it in the past about you know our history together about how we've all known each other since at the very latest like middle school because you know our school district we we all some of us you know have known each other since Separate, elementary school and beyond together yeah we all had we're in like different disparate uh elementary schools that yeah then came together back in in middle school so we've all grown up together we've all uh, you know, we went to high school together and, you know, have obviously stayed close enough to start this venture afterwards. But uh, we have for you something special for you. You find listeners at home today, our first ever guest. And this is uh, another fellow comrade from our time growing up in uh, central Connecticut. uh, As, uh, you know, we were, you know, uh in this this Weed beautiful labs. beautiful suburban town um but we have our our first guest for you, uh Joe, how are you doing? yeah, I'm good. hey, thanks for being here. you're a long time listener first time caller <laughs> long time first time we we love having you. We love seeing that yeah the long time first time pipeline paying off uh in dividends but uh basically we we had to bring you on here today because if if we I needed support yeah <laughs> if if uh yeah if you weren't if you weren't here mike would just probably go like uh hang himself after this <laughs> episode kissing <laughs> myself afterwards yeah <laughs> just like uh the you know he, that my friends hate me yeah he needs some support here or else it would just be you know three-on-one haters just uh you know he, he can't handle he, he can't handle it he needs the backup. so i'm happy that you're here um you know giving mike some some solidarity with fellow pokey nerd uh, well shit. so it's it's going to be a battle between you two who's the big who's the bigger pokey nerd mike and i <laughs>
1: have been together since age six yeah, since first, school, grade, first grade second grade elementary school uh so yeah i've uh you know appreciate the invite i've grown up with pokemon basically on my mind as i uh, as i'm gonna turn 30 in july um, it's basically just been Pokemon for 30 years. Oh, so. join the club! Same. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: ready for this. But I guess before I I finally do throw it to you, Mike, to start us on this lovely lovely journey uh, that I just can't wait to get into. I like I gotta ask though, just to, like you know, get me ready and just you know build up my my own uh, my own uh, tolerance here. Um, has anybody else been playing anything? Besides, say besides Pokemon lately, anything interesting to? to so
2: turns out this is an Elden Ring and Pokemon <laughs> podcast, and uh, that's all we've been playing.
3: <laughs> I mean, speak for yourself. I'm playing the thing <laughs> that I played Elden Ring over last year. Uh, I've been playing Horizon Forbidden West.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and I, you and I swapped with that. You played, you played Elden Ring. I played Horizon at launch. And then each of us that a year later have have played the other.
3: Well, I've started. I've got close to yeah, saying I played. Yeah, because you counts. had to get in it those counts. six gyms. Yeah, it counts. I actually had the seventh when nice. you moved the date. Oh. I played one more hour yes. to see if I was close <laughs> enough to finish the game. And then I'm when I realized right I, I was being sent on a mythical fest, fetch quest, I was like, Nope. Yeah. Nope.
4: That is let's the turn end. That, that up. Is let's turn that is my least favorite part of that game. I think I'm stuck in the same spot because I'm like, I don't want to fucking do this. Just give me the end game content.
0: All right, fair, fair enough. So I guess Mike, take us on this right. journey.
4: Here, here we go. Uh, you know, I'll obviously let you guys get your shitting on me.
0: Uh, out oh, it's for, it's going to be peppered yeah. throughout the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. Think you, don't, um, don't think you can just hold it to one area, one zone. Uh, <laughs> this is an but, open zone. Shit on Mike game. Right this now. is not a safe space.
3: <laughs> this is open zone. We're not normalizing open zone as a, uh, it's too late. It's too late. It's too late. The Sonic team got me. Um, but yeah, so obviously talking about
4: Pokemon, which celebrated 27 years of red and green, uh, in Japan this February, um, you know, the f- biggest game in the world, uh, going strong, almost 30 years, continuing, you know, releases, uh, At least once a year of their mainline games, missing like two years in that span. Um, But, you know, as we know, and as we'll make fun of me for and and the other Pokemon nerds, you know, these games uh, tend to sell and uh, 20 million copies in two
3: weeks or whatever the fuck the number was.
4: Yeah, no, crazy numbers just selling on nostalgia. Cause, you know, as we'll discuss, at least in the new games, um, the development has kind of been trash. <laughs> uh, Scarlet and Violet is is a broken game for the most part, um, and the fixes haven't really done much.
0: Uh, Do you know what the the delay was from the original the original games from Japan to uh, U.S. release? Because I know like a um, lot of a lot of its history was you know, started uh, much earlier in Japan. I mean, that's a a common... I mean, it's only two years. It's not a a big...
4: big. Yeah, it's not a big jump at all. Yeah, we're 25 years of Pokemon in uh, the US. So it's only a two-year difference. So, you know, to me, that's largely just
1: feeling at the market and, translating and time, yeah
0: time to do localization and yeah. stuff like that. right um,
1: you, you had to weed out the titties on the on the cards because yep. first you had to weed out miss these tits on the cards and then <laughs> after that there was the seizures from the anime show and so yes. you had to weed those out and get that in the japanese market first figure out where you know what goes wrong yeah they always too many bright lights in japan
0: too many bright lights
4: way too fast wait wait wait
3: there were titties
0: yeah um, the original not full cards. On titties, not full-on t- Pokemon
4: right. censorship Pull wasn't in. as bad as Yu-Gi-Oh! censorship,
3: right. but it was still pretty good bad. Yeah,
4: there wasn't as much to censor in Pokemon as there was in Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! had a lot of waifus that they needed to cover them titties on. <laughs> well, they also didn't of... allow,
3: like, any other religious uh like, yes, that emblems too. to be shown. Lots of stuff being changed to crosses. This is, yeah. like
1: a, this is like a safe space for nerds, right? Is that kind of what's yes. going on here? This yeah. Is, so, Other so, than me. So, so to educate those who don't know, Misty's Tears was a 1998 Pokemon card that was a trainer card of her hugging a Starmie and just had her her, her her perky little breasts out just, there. Just pushed up as she's hugging <laughs> this thing. So, so we had to edit
0: that card for the English I'm gonna Google. I'm going to Google that. Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm Misty's looking Tears. it up right
4: now. <laughs> and, you know in Yu-Gi-Oh that was literally the same thing. It was just cards where there's like boobies in a face, you know, getting pushed up and belly to be showing. A longer. Yeah, exactly. Um Oh boy. Yeah, th- I mean, despite making broken games in 2022, 2023, ga- you know, games that look like uh they could have been released on the N64 uh you know, the it's the top-selling franchise, you know, brand in the world. The um, largest
0: media property. Yeah. In yep. the world, I'm just like constantly. It's crazy. My, it's gonna be my yeah. refrain throughout this episode. It's just you know the Breaking Bad meme, except it's the Pokemon company can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> <laughs> and,
4: and and what's
0: crazy to Dude, me is I mean all of the all the coverage around
3: Scarlet and Violet initially coming out. And then like a week later when it was like 20 million copies have been sold. And it's just like, no, <laughs> you know, 20 million copies have been
4: sold despite like uh game crashing constantly, which, you know, knock on wood, I haven't had any of those issues, but um, yeah. And, and one of the big things t- for me, and, and you know, I honestly didn't have enough time to go into great detail looking into this, something I would like to do later is, um, you know, it's the biggest media property in the world. And it's, the rights are split between three different entity entities. Yeah, There's Game Freak, Pokemon, uh, you know, the Pokemon company and Nintendo. Um, you know, and, and obviously it, with property rights, you know, they, you will learn in property uh, law class that property rights are like a bundle of sticks, which I always thought funny because, you
3: know, of the, the so they're calling property
0: of, property is the f slur folks yeah exactly. <laughs> um, oh. but you know the point also being that, the
3: british refer
4: to cigarettes as yeah. Yeah. yeah but th- the point being though that like you know um property rights are like you have property rights in different things in different uh contacts context and formats um and you know you bundle them together and they could also be split apart so like you know uh this money is getting spread around it's a large sum regardless where it's getting spread but um you know there, there's a lot of different hands in the, in the the pocket here that are splitting that up um and making decisions so you know nintendo obviously has like the brand um, you know trajectory they they probably have like the final say Brand wise, um, I mean, they're
0: the publisher, so yeah, you know,
4: um, what publishers say goes. You know, merchandise wise, I'm sure the Pokemon Company has more of a stake, and you know, are are uh, you know the final line of defense, things like that, or you know defense, but um, you know, in some cases defense with the brand, but you know, it, it's just amazing to me that these three different and. You know, at least two of them are really large. Game Freak is, you know, the smallest in those three um, by far, uh, but it's just been so successful for almost thirty years, and it, and that success is not going to go away. Um, you know, and, and in the expansion of games, and you know, adding different entities, Niantic for Pokemon Go. I think they may be doing Pokemon Sleep as well. Um and just you know the the go expansion on go brush your
3: teeth you filthy fucking gremlins <laughs> yeah the,
4: the the expansion of like the Pokemon as a brand it's amazing and,
3: like, what you like think about uh, what this says about their fans that they need to
0: create apps that make you walk brush your teeth and sleep well See, I, I I think that's less of a it, it is le- the, I mean the the brush your teeth one is very funny that one that one is is the most kind of dystopic but like it's It's less about like speaks speaking about the fans, right? It's more about uh the nature of of content yeah, in exactly. in this age. it's in order in order, brand, in order to maximizing make, you know, your brand yeah in, in in order to maintain their you know hegemony over you know being that largest media property the the logical next step in, in in you know in late stage capitalism is becoming a wellness brand, you know that's that's yeah. and, and, and that's you how know, you get the crystal mommies
4: and, and you you make fun of the you know the fans rightfully so but you know the pokemon go brush your teeth at least for me um you know i see that marketed more to like the, i thought you were the about actual children no no i i see that being marketed more to like the actual children fans where pokemon sleep and pokemon go are definitely a larger um audience I mean, pokemon but go was a wave let's be it's clear
2: override. yeah Let's 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 be clear. Pokemon is for babies, and if you're a fan of Pokemon, what a
1: wild statement! You yes, thank are you, thank you, you are
2: if you're if you're a fan of Pokemon, you are just a different version of a Disney adult. No. That's my thesis. <laughs> I mean, I no. I, I, t- I tend to
0: kind of agree. I tend to in the general sense agree with you, but it's like because it's not that it's a a, a franchise for babies. Right, because, <laughs> because my my contention is that the the actual children in its demographic are the extreme minority in all senses. Yes, you know, correct. like this these <laughs> these games are not actually for. Four children. The merchandise. The merchandise. You said when you went to. I even push back. I even push back on that. We are in the Funko Pop generation. You know. (laughs) I mean, look at me back there. I've got like three Nintendo plushies on my shelf. The
4: stuffed animal when you go to Target or whatever. You know that a kid is going to see that and buy that, and I think like there's more of a market there, and that's obviously where they make a lot
3: of their money.
0: Oh, I mean, absolutely, merchandising is where. Yeah, but no, I I don't doubt that there's also adults buying those. You know
3: prove me wrong Mike when you went to Best Buy to pick up your copy they said how many of you were here it to pick up uh, yeah. Pokemon yeah. You, you know, I distinctly remember yeah. you saying yeah. that it was a bunch of like older middle aged
0: yeah. dudes just all yeah. raising and, and their and hands me, me
4: in a suit
0: raising <laughs> my hand.
4: some like Hot Topic style like you know uh, late teens early 20s um, you know like with a skateboard uh, and just some like other regular
1: looking people and you know
4: it, it turned out that everyone in that line was waiting for
1: pokemon the disney comment is still under my skin because i just went to <laughs> <laughs> just went. the truth hurts. the went. truth the the disney- hurts i went to disney paris last year and like i i i went because i love my wife and i'm, and I'm a supportive husband so i'll go to disney or whatever and i'll waste four g's but like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to compare somebody like me who will Breed a perfect Abra yeah. with perfect IVs, and then EV train <laughs> to have speed and special attack. To some, to some slack draw looking at Mickey, like furious.
4: Thank you, Joe. Thank you. This is why I invited you.
0: Oh, it it takes it takes skill and dedication to do that. It does not. Yeah, it does yeah, not take much. That's fair. There's there's your more like to it
2: that's you fair could, that's you know, fair
4: battling you know the magic is back of...
0: folks it's
3: like disney <laughs> defeated covid the magic is back <laughs> all
2: right yeah, i'll I'm... give you the skill there's some there's some some more there
4: well and, and also like in my own defense i i think disney adults like you know i i, I could make fun of myself a disney adult Oh no, oh, no. <laughs> okay, that's I, also I, a fair, a fair I, counterpoint. You know, <laughs> I, I could, I could you know, understand that I'm a little weird that I still play Pokemon or whatever, but a Disney adult is not making that. No, uh, you are in, in
0: no Disney adults no are, are planning weird. multiple
3: trips a year yeah. to multiple parks, spending multiple yeah. thousands
4: of yeah. dollars.
3: I don't know, there's a different
0: level of uh,
4: yeah, I spend like max a hundred dollars a year on Pokemon. All
0: right, uh, my, is this my, wrong? my my big question with it though comes it's i mean it's i already know the, the answer to my question it's money um it's just like the 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 you know the yearly kind of crunch release of pokemon kind of flies in the face of most of nintendo's other marketing and distribution right you know well, they they're they're the Game publisher freak, that loves pokemon that loves company, to sit Nintendo on stuff. Are all kind of They they love to sit on things, waiting for the right moment. They're not stressed about you know being on the top of the charts. The only thing they care about being on the charts of is switch sales. But like,
4: I mean, part of the reason they needed that yearly turnover um, is you know once you get the merchandise and the anime and that really gets going um, and, and becomes as popular as it you know it did. They they needed. you you couldn't release a new Pokemon in the anime without having the new game come out. Um, So there, there's like creating this, uh, you know, symbiotic environment where they almost have to, you know, for the other content to continue to be good, you know, the, the, you know, the Pokemon series, you can't just have the same old Pokemon, you know, that gets boring, whatever. So, um, you know, the new 150
2: is a lot.
4: Yeah. I mean, but,
3: you know, they, they end up, I feel like they, they. Ironically, once the eternal 10 year old gets his Pokemon to level 99, what else is he going to do?
4: You know, once they, they built up this uh, kind of like rolling, you know, every year, every few years. And at the beginning it was every few years. Um, and you also have that gap from, um, you know, uh, localizing it from Japan to the West. Um, in, in the earlier years, but once it gets like the Pokemon machine gets rolling, where they're releasing a new season every year, Ash is you know going to a new place, whatever. They want more Pokemon because they want to sell more merchandise. They want to sell the shows. They want to make new movies. You know, the, because the games are the base for all that. They can't
1: have you know it, they want to sell, sell those new games.
3: cards without new Pokemon. Exactly. So let me ask
1: uh, this: When did games first start releasing DLC in general?
4: Pokemon games or just no, games?
1: Games, games in general.
2: Um, like oh six ish, I think. Obli- Oblivion might Oblivion
0: be a little earlier DLC? than that.
2: Do so you like, count, well, like if you count like World of Warcraft, then it's
1: probably like or are, two thousand. Those are those expansions. Are expansions which is like yeah. a weird. So right, so yeah. If yeah. We, even if we quick, say mid
0: to Google, late, a quick Google here says that in 1997, the computer game Total Annihilation contributed to the rise of the DLC concept by just well, free monthly downloadable content. I would it became, say
1: it became popular in late late aughts. Yeah, exactly. It, if That's you if you look at the timeline of Pokemon there are 6 years where they didn't release a game and that's 97, 01, 03, 05, 07, 11 and 15. That was the pace that Mike was talking about where you could breathe. A game would come out. Ruby Sapphire came out in 2002. I didn't talk to my mother until 2004. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> had a chance to yeah. go and like play the game. But then as as collectively and maybe this is a little little deep for the podcast, but but as as the intention span shrunk we started to see DLC. The first DLC Pokemon released was in 2020, and so if we're saying that DLC came out in like mid to early 2000s, it took them 20 years to get to the point where they're like, well, you know what, we can't make a game. Let's just launch a DLC. But that's where, at least I saw it, the fun and the value of the game start to go down. Was with Sword and Shield, um, and then into Arceus and Scarlet Violet.
4: Well, so Arceus, there was they haven't had a DLC, but you know, you you bring up a good point, Joe. Um, there, there are reasons why there are those gaps in there, you know, where the, there was no uh, game uh, those years. Um, and, and Pokemon always had their own version of the DLC model in coming out with the third game. So, um, you know, all the way back to red and blue you have yellow comes out Yeah, it's way it,
3: worse than the dlc model it's a whole it's the whole <laughs> yeah, fucking here, game let, again. Let, let's yeah. buy a it's, whole another it's a full
4: it's place. so good it's well, so but, it, but good. it depends so so in yellow it's the same game except you know you have pikachu following you around a pikachu <laughs> <starter>. <laughs> it's so um, sick yes in i understand Crystal, that the third
3: game always has some tweaks but i'm saying like it's it's worse than dlc in the fact that it is you have to buy a whole another game again i, I yes. disagree so, so
1: hard
4: so, <laughs> so they do that all the way through platinum, um, which is the fourth generation. So that you have yellow, crystal, emerald, platinum are are the the third games. And those games all only ever sold uh 33% of the sales of their original
0: version. Because people's um, parents are, you know, are be like, no, I'm not in literally. I already insane. bought you Pokemon. Yeah, yeah I yeah. bought you that game already. <laughs> And and also, like, the marketing around
4: it would be... You know, they didn't put yeah, as much yeah, yeah. into how, it.
2: how much time would pass between the originals and then Depends. the third game it's release? A year, under a year. It, but it was never not, the same time, right? No, never the same time. It's always no, after. Yep. I,
3: I distinctly remember Yellow was, uh, like, a year after yeah. Red and Blue. Yeah, same with Crystals, like, a year after that was the big Emerald. argument with the parents.
4: And, and one of the reasons in, like, 05 that there was no... New game is because like four fucking Pokemon games came out in like 04. Because I think Emerald came out in 04, so two years after Ruby and Sapphire. And so did but,
3: Fire Red and Leaf Green
1: exactly.
4: 04. Yep, exactly. So they you know they had a lot in 04, they didn't do anything in 05.
3: That also the Shadow Coliseum, Shadow Lugia, GameCube game year. Yeah, but they don't they don't count though that may
4: that may be. I'm not sure if that's when it came out, but the the like uh, these the gaps core the series. main line. Yeah, the, the main core line series. Yeah. And, and so in Generation 5, after um, Platinum only does, again, 33%, um, they moved away from that model, and they did uh, sequels. So you get um, black and white, and then two years later, I think, you get black 2 and white 2, which... Also known as <laughs> Too Black, Too Furious. <laughs> um, which arguably like some of the best games in the series, all four of those. Um, and, and when they did do those sequels, they did. It is a new story. It's set in the same place, but it's a completely new story. So it is a sequel. Um, and those games did 55% of the sales of the originals. Um, so, so they saw an increase and, and they went with that model. So you get- What console was that? 3DS. I'm uh, sorry, DS, DS. So um, that Black, was
3: later in the DS lifespan. So, was that the was like last DS one, DSi, DS Lite. Sure. And, and Black
4: 2 and White 2 um, came out when the 3DS had already come out. And Game Freak made the conscious decision to keep it on the DS
1: rather than moving it to the 3DS. Um, well, of they you did. could still
3: play DS games on the 3DS, right?
1: Yeah, they did it because yes. Pokemon has that swagger, and they can release a game like that, and, and, <laughs> and I'm still gonna buy so, it.
0: Yeah, we're releasing it on <laughs> yeah. last gen only. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: no, exactly. But it was like I'm the beginning sure the 3DS of the played DS game. No, so it yeah,
0: did. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it
5: did. No, it
4: did. You're, you're right. It did, but people had the the DS console already. It was early in the cycle of uh, the 3DS. Yeah, when um, it, when it
0: falls like that, it's like you're at the very least gonna get cross gen. The... yeah
4: um and and this was hard to do cross-gen because of the 3d aspect of right. it so then they go to x and y which never gets a sequel never gets oh i'm sorry they go to
0: um Sun to and Moon. either was was no, you was pokemon x and y them doing gender science this is pokemon for boys this is this is pokemon for girls um <laughs> yeah. So then, then they go. There was never moon.
3: the mythical Z. Yeah, yeah. there was Zygarde. Uh, no, create, but like, or it, just... <laughs> there was never a game uh, dedicated to it.
4: Yeah, no, there wasn't, and that's why I said they they scrapped that model largely because of the um issues with the 3ds, with people like getting sick and whatever, and you know, just other weird things. But also, and this is the important part. Also, at that time, Game Freak is like, hey. We make a lot of money off Pokemon, but we got all our eggs in one basket. Let's uh you know, let's try to get funky with it. You know, we only have forty developers
0: on staff. Um and boy does it does it does it show. <laughs>
4: uh you know, we have games coming out on this new console. Uh you know, Pokemon is still black black and white um kind of had like a revival of pokemon it dies down in x and y again so game freaks like hey let's start this incubator program you know you got an idea you want to try it out we'll give you some resources and we'll split our 40 person team up so that you get, Boy, get some that's of how we got people. things
3: like little town hero
4: yeah which i think is actually later um but this and- was a I switch think- game yeah little town heroes after they did this incubator thing which funny enough i read an article yesterday they're starting this up again where they're going to (laughs) split their (laughs) development team so that half of it is uh devoted to pokemon and the other half is split between however many games and granted they just like yes how can
0: how can we make pokemon even worse
4: (laughs) (laughs) granted they outsource to a lot of like uh Consultants, independent contractors, whatever. Okay. So th- there is more people working on it, but they're also working on it in like siloed,
3: uh, you know, divisions. The shame that they'll out. never just, end up working with someone like Monolith Soft or something I'm, like that. I'm just I'm actually just build them a beautiful
0: world. I'm just picturing ten people just literally shackled in a grain silo, <laughs> <just Yeah>. undergr- <laughs> underground. You, you must make a new Pokemon. Make Pokemon now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And run an uh, out of
2: ideas. See
0: this key well,
5: ring? It's three just Pokemon.
2: Like have two two animal name generators just yeah. going, just a, a chat GPT bot. <laughs> um,
3: just, they're just, <laughs> just chimeraing animals together. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to
4: hire Logan Paul and his, uh, his zoo, crypto zoo, uh, <laughs> NFTs to make them. But, okay, Matt, you brought up, um, uh, Harmon, not Harmon Knight. Uh, what did you say? Monolith. No, not Monolith. the uh, the game, the game freak game, Little Town Hero. Little Town Hero. So, the uh, the two games that became popular during this incubator area time, which was like twenty twelve to like twenty sixteen, is Harmo Night and Tempo. Um, Harmo Night. Tempo. Tempo. The Badass Elephant.
0: The Badass Ripple Night.
3: Japanese um, naming is so much better than American naming. That's what hey, we've ended up with an anime about people reincarnating as vending machines.
4: Nice. <laughs> both these games came to America and uh, at least Tembo had some success. It got ported to the PlayStation, the Xbox, um, and I think it ended up becoming a mobile game. Most of what they developed during this time ended up getting turned into a mobile game. It well, I mean, of the
3: trend. They, they did go through that. Uh, Nintendo in general went through that phase of like, well, the phone yeah. is really cool. Yes. It was like Pokemon Go, Mario Run. Uh, there was a Fire Emblem one at one point.
2: So, but, Mike, but what yeah.
4: year is this? This is 2012 to 2016.
2: Okay. All right, because I got some numbers to lay out. And, and I have some questions for you and Joe. Go ahead. All right, perfect. So, just to we keep talking about how this is like the biggest media property, just to give it some some clarity there, okay. it's pretty ridiculous. Uh, I found financial stats for the Pokemon Company. Game Freak's private, so it doesn't report anything. So this is this is the best we'll do, but it's pretty illuminating. In twenty this is 2021. They haven't reported their 2022 sales yet. But in 21, Pokemon Company made 1.6 billion dollars U.S. dollars in uh, with gross revenues of 700 million and a net profit of 325 million dollars. That and that's just the Pokemon Company. So that's not factoring in necessarily the three owners like yeah. other Nintendo and Game for earnings it. from. Yeah pokemon and that was a 70% sales increase from the year prior in a net profits increase of 122% from the year prior because well, they didn't about release 21 they didn't
4: release a um a full game in 20 in 19 is uh, sword okay, and so shield that, and then that the dlc that. for sword and shield came out um in piecemeal of like
3: once one of it also was- the beginning of the end of pokemon go and they're beginning to ring the uh, the neck dry. Yeah.
4: Well, I mean, they also, in, during that time, they had expanded radiuses on Pokemon Go, so it did have, like, a jump in popularity again. But the um, 2020, all they released were two DLCs, uh, one in, like, July or something, and the other in November. Um, so that, that doesn't surprise me that they yes, didn't make but, much.
2: In- but here's the thing. Their 2020 numbers were previous highs (laughs) okay all right that's that's
4: yeah i mean they're selling bananas
2: it's crazy pokemon that's a huge amount of money to be making from one property so those are those are just some of the financials that i I was able to find
4: stupid like like, it, it kills me why why during 2012 to 2015 like even if that was a low point in pokemon it's even at that point you knew it was not going to be low point.
3: What do you mean? Designs such as Trubbish, the sentient garbage bag and
4: no, but I mean um, low point in like sales and popularity. And that's, you know, the reason that they cite for trying to, you know, uh, diversify their holdings and like, you know, start this incubator. Take um, a lot of shots at some
1: great Pokemon over there, Matt, you better watch your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> really. Um,
4: yeah okay. I, I mean it, it's crazy to me that game freak you know I, honestly it, it does make sense they put shitty development into it they fucking make a broken game they're still up 70 percent. Yeah, I mean? exactly like it, they don't have to but it, it is crazy to me that they would remove resources from the most popular game of all time still yeah. sell is like one of the best selling uh of those games is black and white it's most like critically acclaimed um they like completely changed the formula
0: um well to me to me it's always the in- inherent contradictions of capitalism right because you, you think like oh this is so so profitable you can it already makes so much money if you put more resources into it it would logically make you more money right but you know th- that would seem to be the logical sense and like would would, would seem to on the surface follow the capitalist model of infinite growth and, and all that. You put money back into it, but no, it's all about cutting costs and rising profits. You know, it's, it's, you have to, you have to hit both of those. So you have to try to get as much as you can. Sure. You could maybe get more, but you can get as much as you can while spending the least amount of time, effort, money whatsoever on it. So like, it's. It's
2: it's, the balance. You gotta find, you gotta find that center.
0: But that's okay. what we're that's what we're working on
2: totally true um uh, so i do i have a question for both of you mike and joe as the two pokemon fans here mike as as an admitted button pusher and masher through all of the dialogue what like what attracts you to playing this year over year because <clears throat> you say you say hold on you say the game like they've made changes the game I played felt the same fucking way as what I played oh, yeah, back yeah. in 2000. So, like, yeah. what yeah. is what is attracting you to coming back to this every year? So,
4: so specifically, what I meant by the changes is Black and White and Too Black, Too Furious. Um, <laughs> they, they they changed the um, some of the things. Like, they wouldn't be changes to you as a casual player um okay. that, that you would wow, allow, you you're just a casual, <laughs> is a fucking dirty cash. Um,
3: but that that we hear Campaign games, Comrades do not endorse gatekeeping unless it works in my game. Those games
4: um are the only ones that actually have a good story. Uh, and that's why they're, like, critically acclaimed. Like, they have a story that you don't necessarily want to button mash
0: through. Which critic, um, like, for my own notes, which critics are acclaiming these games? So I, put, <laughs> so I can put them on a list. Is
3: this, is this the one where they, they, they do the splash screen and it's just internet usernames? Like, uh, Twi- random what was Twitter the guy user. who got the first Steam Deck, Milf Hunter? <laughs>
0: yeah, Bill Hunter 69.
3: Yeah. No, I, I mean, critically acclaimed,
4: like... Uh, there probably has been like art you know articles i don't know exactly who but you know then youtubers as well but you know gene, gene park saying- the
2: guy the guy with like a what is it a squiggly puff or something in his in his avi okay
1: hang on hang on right here i'm mike. pretty sure he's got
0: kurt i'm pretty sure it's mike kirby. Oh, the- is it was a
1: kirby yeah, yeah it's kirby. in the core series of games right what yeah. is your personal favorite what is your favorite core series game Mine's largely
4: built on nostalgia, but I there are some other reasons I do like this game. Um, but Crystal is definitely my favorite. Pokemon
3: Snap.
1: God damn it! <laughs> Not a mainline series, but a very good game. Um, for me, it's Emerald, right? And 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 I think I think it's yep. interesting that it's that third game for both of us. But yep. like for me, it's Emerald because they had the Battler uh, area and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's probably um, my second favorite. Yeah, and it was a combination of the two. But Ben asked what who who is critically acclaiming this. If, if you want to listen to IGN, if you want to listen to them, they say it's heart gold and soul silver. Um, and I think that this is something that Pokemon we're talking about. Oh, what are they doing now? It's more storyline intensive, now it's like kind of 3D, and then you're riding a dragon who's a bicycle, and that's and that's pretty weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but why, why that, heart that has wheels
4: gold? but runs?
1: And you gave it a sandwich or something. I really don't like Scarlet <laughs> and Violet, not a big fan, but it, it's it's heart gold and soul silver because of the two regions right yeah and And that's why i like they uh, will dangle it in front of our face until we are 60 years old and we'll pay honestly whatever but if they release a game that had all seven regions in it and then once you prestige kind of like call of duty into the next region you have to deposit your entire pokemon box and you start back over at level five and you can't get those pokemon again until you prestige out of this next region then pokemon will reach peak pokemon and i think that's what we all want you know what i mean yeah, but and, and which I, I wish me just never, dynamic you'll, you'll scaling and have everything just not mm, have no. a cap. No, we'll never. I get want it
3: level nine hundred.
1: We'll
4: just keep getting DLCs, and there's already two DLCs planned for Scarlet and Violet, and there's rumors Holy of a shit. third. Um, and Sword and Shield did too as well. Um, and it's just like my. So back to Andrew, your question about button mashing. The story sucks. There's no story. It's all about battling. It's about collecting the Pokemon. You know, to me, okay. at times, it's also just an escape. Like it's a mindless thing that you know. While i do, if I need to dissociate, I could fucking run around in Pokemon, battle some Pokemon, whatever. It's, it's kind of mindless. You know, it- it- to me, it's uh, you know, I'm not a TikTok zoomer. Uh, I'm a Pokemon millennial. Um, <laughs> you know, instead of just scrolling TikTok. I'm just running around trying to breed an adamant
3: charmander
4: with six i feel IVs like it should be minecraft
3: belly. instead of tiktok just, <laughs> you play pokemon like zoomers play minecraft
4: sure um but yeah so i i think huh? you know the story is obviously the biggest issue and that's even amongst pokemon fans that's a that's a big thing there there are some projects i sent ben one i was watching a youtuber um, that was, like, going through the timeline of Pokemon. Um, or, or no, no, I'm sorry. I was talking about Arceus. Um, and I'd sent it to Ben because that's what he had played. And this person was trying to, um, you know, start his own project of, like, doing voice acting over Arceus. Because Arceus does... Oh, my does... God. If they
0: had added voice... Bo- if they add bo- voice acting to those games, it would elevate them so, so much. much. And, and, and there's a lot of... Even um... if the story is still doo-doo, you know, like, it would me in to some it's just like you know pay, exactly. some, pay some voice actors you know the you know the we union, know they're cheap the union minimum yeah, yeah we know yeah. you don't pay them a lot, you can so. find
3: some college kid and make it their passion project yeah no exactly and that's what like this youtuber is trying to do and i think like you
4: know I, I i'm kind of following it i want to see like where it goes because i think it's interesting because that that game in particular they did though the story isn't great they did try to highlight the story more than they do in other games. Um, and, you know, it was the 3D. It was the um, these new uh, sprites and things, yada, yada. Um, you know, they had opportunities to do the voice acting and they didn't. And same thing goes for Scarlet and Violet, um, especially. And, and that's part of the button mashing. I, I don't play Pokemon games with the volume on ever. I never have. Never, ever you are missing like the only part that's
3: good about them in the music.
4: <laughs> I know, but I was always like also uh, playing it like, you know, uh in places where I couldn't have the music on or like playing it. Like the the, the, the sound is how they
3: really something. get you, you know. It's like the the sound of your pokemon healing, you know, that that ding ding yeah. ding no, ding, no, ding. I mean, I
4: do I do still know the sounds and I've played with
1: them before, but I mean, you know, majority They're playing of the time. in your head
3: without the music on. <laughs> <that's>, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Some of the. That's the real
0: autistic superpower.
1: See, I don't play Pokemon for the storylines. I will also button mash through it, but like mike think about some of the the highest adrenaline you've had playing pokemon and you're like how you how do you have adrenaline playing pokemon the first time that that pokeball shook on the third shake to catch your first Chansey in the safari zone like tell me you weren't running around your bedroom you know what i mean yeah
4: or like you know throwing uh, a first ultra ball at zapdos uh in you know red and blue or whatever and like catching it on the first try
1: not having to waste your master ball but, I I imagine
3: not having duplicated your master ball to 99
1: <laughs> right and then yeah you know andrew or uh, rick probably wouldn't know this again dirty casual but like the first time that you see a shiny <laughs> the first time that you see a shiny in the wild like a random shiny pop-up the, the adrenaline's through the roof there's like that and then like straight heroin in your veins same thing like, <laughs> Did I did i save
4: did i fucking save am i gonna die am i gonna
1: kill this thing it's it's very you know uh, oh. and you want to talk about feeling that that like pit in your stomach like maybe like when you're working on your car and you break it immediately and you know you just broke it when when you're playing with your lime green game <laughs> boy color and you don't have the battery cover on the back because that's just been gone for two years and you drop the game boy and the batteries fly out and you're like when's the last time i saved or do <laughs> i just jump off the cliff <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Or
4: you're,
3: you know, you're playing the dangerous uh, game. Uh, I mean, it did teach game. a very valuable lesson to ch- uh, children of the time about saving your work frequently so you don't yep. lose your, uh,
0: lose, lose it. Progress. It
3: translates very well to a working system. I still do that now
4: in the auto-save, uh realm of Pokemon.
3: We, I hate autosave mo- because give me give our... me my own uh, autocracy yeah, of so my you're, saving.
0: You're, you're, yeah, you're, it's removing your agency. Uh, <laughs> uh should we move to our personal uh experience with the games what what we played in the series i mean you two we, we know basically have played all heart. of them yeah. but let's uh
4: you know andrew ben uh matt you know one of you start off uh you know start with the game that you played for the the pod um and then kind of you know you just talk about what you liked about it what you disliked and uh any of the other games that you played, you know, kind of in comparison to the the modern one that you played.
2: All right, I'll jump in. I played, so I played Pokemon sword, most recent game and previously had played Pokemon red, gold uh, Pokemon stadium here and there. And, you know, maybe a day or two of Pokemon go. So my pokemon experience definitely has been limited in recent years uh but i don't know I, I picked up this new game and felt like i was still playing the same thing i played back when i was 8 and i i think i totally can understand how you and joe play pokemon and uh i do get a little bit of that that adrenaline hit and, and dopamine rush on some of the, you know when you when you catch a new Pokemon or you beat a, a gym leader. But uh, for me, it's just, it's just too boring. It doesn't, it doesn't pique my interest enough for me to, to like go back to it and kind of play in that mindless way. It's just not, not, not enough of that dopamine hit for me. So know. you
4: played the last game um, of like the old model before they go to uh open zone and then open world. Um I don't like the Giga Maxing. Oh, see, all right, I I don't mind that. You didn't play uh, Sun and Moon, so you didn't get Z moves, um, which were doo doo and stupid. Um, Mega evolutions, obviously the best. I would say Giga Giga gig, whatever D Maxing like Dynamax. Dynamaxing. Di- oh Dynamax. yeah,
2: Dynamax. That's what it is.
4: Yeah. Gig- whatever the one with the g i'm stupid i can't pronounce things Uh, dino blow my cock you know what i mean (laughs) um the those yeah but regardless um you also as joe pointed out earlier played the game set in the lovely land of (laughs) angland right uk england um so you know you got a very it's an interesting story in the, you know, the legendaries uh, are a sword and a shield, um, mm-hmm. you know, knights in, uh, in London, England. Um, but yeah, th- that game is definitely one of the, the worst in recent years and has gotten a lot of <laughs> shit, especially for um, the map design. Because, you know, one thing we haven't talked about, which I think is worth mentioning, some of the games do have good map design, um, you know, especially some of the games that you know, Heart, Gold, Soul Silver, the the original versions of those that go into two different maps. But uh, the Galar region in Sword and Shield, the, the map, the map itself is terrible. It sucks. It's Terrible to use. Um, the routes are weird. It, it just wasn't done well. Um, and it was supposed to be based around like the, you know, like the the stadiums, um, but I I, th- I think they kind of ruined uh you know it, th- they ruined the fun um of running around in that game because you're you're very much just limited to that wild area once you've uh beat the game there's really nowhere else to explore and continue exploring because it's just like these um weird short routes that yeah. lead to the different stadiums um so you know i i definitely feel you there that 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 one the replayability
2: there is, is very unlimited, um, and I also think that Pokemon's a sigh up to normalize uh, animal violence. So,
4: <laughs> well, I can't wait till we real. get the game where you could shoot them. Oh, Pal World,
0: Pal yes. World, Pokemon with gun, yes, yeah, so excited. <laughs> that yeah, I haven't heard anything about that in recent in recent months. To look into that,
3: I wonder why.
0: <laughs> yeah i don't think the, i don't think the creators have been have you know been disappeared by the pokemon company by my, <laughs> by daddy nintendo i don't i don't think
4: they-, they can i think it's too different of a game for them and you know nothing uh that's infringing on their their copyright or trademarks
1: so so mike given andrew's background with what he just said and then he played sword and shield which trash yeah what what game would you recommend for him to to put him back on the holy trail <laughs> i mean
4: honestly i recommend uh black and white for anyone that's like trying you know wants to get into pokemon that's not a baby um that you know because of the story there uh, it definitely is interesting um black and white especially is the first game since the kanto games where the pokemon are region locked so you can only get the Pokemon that are new to Generation Five in Black and White, um, so it kind of at you know could bring it's actually back one of the biggest
3: complaints about the one that I played is that I felt like eighty percent of the shit I was running into was Gen One Pokemon.
4: Yeah, and so you know, that was one of the things that, like, changed the formula in, in Black and White um, that people really liked. People did hate at first because they couldn't get their favorite Pokemon, but I think especially for someone that's, um, you know, trying to reintroduce themselves to the games or, you know, uh, that, that's a that's a good place to start. Um, like I said, the story's good. They introduced Ultra Beasts, which are co- kind of cool. Um, they're like a different version of Legendaries. Uh, definitely one that's Kind of worthwhile to to play if you're interested. Got to get a 3ds though, or a DS. Yeah, that's
3: Good the luck. thing with the notably shutting down uh, <laughs> shop.
0: Yeah, out of curiosity, I looked up how much to get a, a 3ds, and they're like fucking three hundred dollars.
3: Good thing I still yeah, have. Mean, mine. Meanwhile, I sold mine to GameStop for like sixty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> right, Matt, you want to go next? Sure. I can go next.
4: We're technically going in the order of release. Cuz Sword and Shield yeah, 2019, Matt's got Shining Pearl 2021. Yeah, November 21.
3: Yes. I played the Pearl remake because that kept me in my uh my autistic need to play things in order. Um so I've now played Red, Gold, uh Omega Ruby, and now Pearl,
4: making it through the generations.
3: Me. Yep. So, so black Black is next for you. Yeah. If they make it play, uh, make it playable in a way that's convenient for me, I'll I'll get you an emulator of it. <laughs> I don't like. I have an emulator. It's more of the fact of do I want to do my time that way? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, but now my biggest complaint uh, for Pearl in particular came to down to pacing. And the fact that I was like six plus hours into the game, still running into the same like Geodude, Zubat, and uh, like Bidoof. yeah, and that's the biggest complaint <laughs> of, that, of that generation,
4: both in the original. Like, the, there was the no reason days. for me
3: to explore tall grass or anything like that because everything yeah. was just the same biome. So, like, once I had my team, I was set,
4: yeah. Th- those games' pacing, uh, were not good
3: at all those and and like uh, the 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 gym leaders in particular uh i at no point felt like i was having trouble with any of uh through the seven the seventh one had a fourth pokemon guys that's incredible
1: okay Um, so during your playthrough did you have xp all on so after you beat a pokemon did everybody in your party get experience
3: yes because that's how it is to default of
1: the game i played it to the default you gotta turn it off gotta turn it off for the true experience but (laughs) but but that's bad that 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 is the default you know what i mean yeah and it's been the
4: default now since sword and shield
3: it's It's amazing how quickly the abra who only knows teleport turns into a cadaver who knows everything else
0: quick quick question to don't mean to interrupt but it's a good point of uh good point to ask the question um Mike and Joe, have either of you done things like Nuzlocke runs?
1: I have not. I will. Uh, so uh, during Sword and Shield, I turned off XP all. And then during Diamond Brilliant and Shining Prone Diamond, I turned off XP all uh, for for my experience of the game. Because mm-hmm. having that XP all on is true. You can get wicked overpowered, and then you're just dominating. And that's not... That's not fun. Well, I mean, yeah.
3: to be fair, I had the I had the funny punchy monkey. That's
1: and, his name. That's his actual name. Mm-hmm.
3: And uh, he pretty much could beat everything by himself. It's like, every gym had something he was just uh,
1: strong to and could deal with. Yeah, I think he was the second of three firefighting starters in a row. Yeah. He's
3: also, like, the only fire Pokemon in that game. I've run yep. into, like, a Ponyta once.
1: Yeah,
4: there. I think that's it. Is Ponyta, uh, the monkey line, and maybe
1: Growlithe, which is wild. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at I'm looking at 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 the decks right now for that game. No Growlithe, just the Ponyta. Yeah, but Gen Four released Garchomp, and Garchomp is yes. like a staple in the series. So like, I can't hate Gen Four because they did have Garchomp, and I think that Gen Four kind of still had original designs, like they had Toxicroak. Again, Andrew, dirty cash, you don't know what I'm talking about.
4: It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you but see, it's to- I think Toxicroak isn't my, my
1: biggest issue was that how much of it was uh fighting hybrid. Right. Cause there was the poison fighting, there is the steel fighting, there is uh, a lot of fighting. Blade is psychic fighting. Right. But then you get to Gen Five, and, and then you get to the ice cream cone and, and the bag of trash, and you're like, all right, where are we going? So I think Gen Four <laughs> yeah. was
0: kind of the last. Well, granted, granted, it's a whole new—it's a whole new world, folks. Granted,
1: yeah.
4: black and white were set in New York City, so the animated garbage <laughs> does make sense.
2: Very yeah. much makes sense. i I'm, I'm a I'm taking offense to that.
4: Yeah. Why wow, you don't live in the city anymore? <laughs>
1: can't can you never leave out. the
2: city as
1: Better. an adult i can definitely see an adult playing these games with that xp all on and feeling overpowered and feeling like why am i playing this because i'm button mashing through the story all my pokemon are like level 50 and i'm dominating i can see that
3: i mean yeah fl- flame flame wheel on funny punchy monkey who has more speed than anything yeah that's the biggest
4: thing there says speed and then attack you get a fucking yeah. mock punch on there meow. flame wheel does indeed go burr
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> But yeah it, so like i i played brilliant diamond i got to the same spot as you matt because i was like i'm i've done this fucking uh legendary yeah, i, like, I defeated quest. like the
3: team galactic leader and he was like i'm going to the top of the mountain It was like that sounds like the place where all i fought was zubat and uh yeah. geo dude cool. i don't know well, you to go to that man. mountain
4: i'm gonna stay here and <laughs> not play this game anymore but one of the biggest i'm pretty mistakes. sure team
3: galactic's whole thing was they wanted to like renewable energy so i'm pretty sure i was trying to stop people from creating renewable energy so <laughs> stopping I mean, eco, eco-terrorism
0: yeah most
4: of the time you are the bad guy when, yeah, when, when did slaving the pokemon or you like want to stop when did the uh happen.
0: when did the original uh when did the original pearl come out 07, I think.
1: Uh, Pokemon right. 06.
0: That's 07. like a little bit later than, you know, the 90s was the huge villains. All villains are eco-terrorists. No, but I mean, right. all of Post- Final Time.
3: Fantasy 7. Except yeah. yeah, Team Rocket
4: isn't, but... And then Team Rocket is in Johto again. Then it's Team Magma and Team Aqua. They're bad. It's really... Yeah, Te- Team Gen Magma and 4. Team
3: Aqua's whole shtick was just like restarting the world. Which yeah. is like as generic bad guy as it gets well and i preferred whichever one was just the PETA stand in where they're like we shouldn't fight with pokemon
0: that's (laughs) fine all right uh is it it my turn now go for it okay so as you already mentioned i played uh legends arceus for the podcast today uh joe how do you pronounce it do you pronounce it arceus or arceus arceus so it's like there's 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 no there there is no definitive thing i hear it pronounced both ways and i myself will pronounce it both ways in you know the same the same instant so yeah arceus arceus whatever you want to whatever you want to say as long
4: as you Um, don't call it arceus yeah that's (laughs) that's the real
0: real sicko one Um, kyleus
4: arceus (laughs) well that's why i do the hard c arceus
2: (laughs) you
0: know so i had i was obviously aware of of arceus when it came when it came out and you know heard a bunch of uh you know praise that it got that you know it's it's you know changing the formula it's it's it's,
3: dark souls pokemon (laughs)
0: Uh, so for me i was just like okay i've got to play something now like i'd i'd rather play uh, something that's you know newer. I'd, I'd I'd like to have the point of comparison for what what they were doing and what they maybe could be doing in the future. Obviously, Scarlet and Violet are proving that they are you know not really moving in any forward trajectory. Um, but my my experience with with Arceus was up and down i guess is what we is what i'd say i remember when i first started the first like five hours or so or so i was like so upset with how much i was enjoying it um i (laughs) i had i had plenty of complaints that i'll get to and that really over the course of it really took me out of it um but uh I like, it was just like, yeah, I was just like me curmudgeonly, just like, God damn it. This is actually, you know, kind of fun, you know, to, to you know, go out, you know, just kind of be set loose and just... The
4: formula is there.
0: And you know, just go out and, you know, find the, the 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 Pokemon. It was the, you know, I have thoughts on like the, it's, it's kind of some, you know, manipulative game design, the, you know, preying on the worst kind of ocd parts of my brain that are like yeah go out and fill this you know fill this list you know fill fill out the pokedex (laughs) you know i I did like that that was you know the that's the core driving thing right for the game is actually filling the pokedex like i like that they kind of made that as a fundamental piece of the story um but then i mean it's it's always
4: technically a fundamental piece of the story uh, um, it's a little always, bit different there yeah
0: if, to me it always we'll see like to me it always was like oh yeah no the main driving force is you know becoming the best trainer and you know be, getting all the badges and and defeating the elite four and all that where this is it's purely we're we're scientists we're here to you know learn do about research. pokemon and you know do the research and I i found actually like yes it is like box checking right but like i found it was more interesting than literally just you know go out and catch this pokemon it was you know try to catch them in this different way and uh, different ways to with, check the box with yeah so there was some you know kind of creativity going on there but then it was just like it fucking dragged it was just everything that then that they throw at you that takes you away from the bit that it's actually fun and you know how you've got to go back you've got to like so many fucking loading screens and yeah, in incessant dialogue that like, yeah, th- that's got to take you from one area in, in Jubilife Village to the next, to the next room, to this, to this, and like all the little loading screens in between there. It's just like, you know, all these things are just obstacles to having fun. I want to just, yeah, come on, let's get through this. Let's get back to the, the actual stuff. But then it also got to the point where, because I I am, I am not you know a diehard. I'm not really just spending all the amount of time uh, you know in each area that I possibly could before progressing the story. I do I did want to keep moving, and I after the first two zones or whatever, I kept having to grind in order to open up the next one, and I found that to be very uh, tiresome. And which uh, is like no, I want to progress. I want to keep going, and um i didn't find i after a while i it's like going into i'm like oh yeah like i've become such a fan of turn-based combat you know in this stage of my life i've like enjoyed it a lot why you know like i should look into pokemon some more and and see how i like but like the 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 combat is fucking so bad it's like you're (laughs) you're, you're literally it's like you you're either you're one-shotting the enemy or the enemy is one-shotting you and it's like and Whoever goes yeah. first yeah it's like the speed thing is the only thing that matters it's like whoever goes first wins well it, like you've pointed you pointed this out and uh
4: you know stating that the point of Arceus, the game is uh you know decks building and and collecting um and, and so the battle mechanics one they changed it with that strong and, strong and uh, agile, agile style, stance yeah. um but two they they purposely battle made style. it um you know it's not. It's not a battle-intensive game. It, there is no competitive battling in it, like there is in the other mainline games. Um, and so, that you know, it, the battle mechanics do kind of suck, and it is much very much a, uh, you know, a one-shot, two-shot type deal that you don't Good get shot, as much. In, um you you also you know part of that they stri- they stripped abilities and items on the Pokemon. So the Pokemon don't have their inherent abilities, which adds to the battle because it's another, um, you know, thing you have to worry about. Uh, oh
3: boy, he used Hailstorm from his innate ability to make it snow slightly.
1: Mm-hmm. It could be a big thing. Hail yeah. is a serious threat, Matt. Right? They yeah. <laughs> <You> were taking <laughs> and, and, a and,
0: you know, and same thing with items to the dome.
5: <laughs>
4: Same thing with you know the items on it. You you gotta fucking focus, Sash. You're not taking you're not killing someone in one hit. You got at least two, you know. Uh you know, there, there's just other battle mechanics that it's missing because, like you said, they're focusing on making it one, this like open world, open zone, but largely focusing on the catching mechanics rather than any of the battling. The uh the
0: See, that's the... why they just
3: need to make everything like the let's go games and just skip the the animal abuse and just have it be throwing balls at stuff.
0: The uh I did find the you know the the Pokemon Lord boss fights to be kind of fun, you know, pretty fun. Like I only had a couple where I didn't do it immediately on first first go. Um and it was large mainly it was the first one because it was like I'm just, just like learning about what the fuck I'm supposed to do. Um but uh you know and so I I, I, I finished the main story. Uh, went into Endgame and tried to, you know, finish the Endgame story, and got to the the Giratina boss fight, um, and you know have was never able to get past the the final third stage because I didn't have any max revives, and I'm like, because again, in order to do that, to I, get those. I would have to grind to level up high enough to get the the recipe to then craft them, or to like get enough. Uh, money to buy them and either way i'd have to level up high enough so they would either be in the shop or that i could get the recipe to do it i'm just like nope i've put 22 23 hours into this time to move on um uh so like I, i didn't get the final real bit of closure on it but uh Again, for, for me it's just like it's the it's the, the autist part of my brain that's just like, yeah, I I started it, I had to finish, I had to at least get to credits, even though like I I was not necessarily loving it by the end. Um but yeah, so that's what I that's what I played for for the pod. In terms of my original of my original experience, I'm pretty sure blue was my first one. I remember I remember Blastoise on the the big Game Boy cartridge. Um, I remember that. Um, I think I played Red for uh, Game Boy Advance. Uh, Fire Red, then. Fire Red, okay. Because I that because that one, then I remember the I remember mm-hmm. the Game Boy Advance cartridge for that. Um, I played Sapphire at some point as well, and then. You guys all remember in freshman year of high school we were all playing lacrosse and when we had our mandated study hall uh before practice we like it was the the big meta was everybody playing pokemon and that was probably the most fun i ever had with pokemon was well it, was and i'm glad you brought that up
4: because this is something i forgot to say at the top and it probably fits better here <clears throat> You have to obviously take this with a grain of salt because it is marketing. But the creators of Pokemon, like the developers and whatever, always envisioned Pokemon being a social game. That was like part of the the link cables,
0: so, you know. The Joe, probably- do you re- do you remember helping me in another study hall that year uh, transfer my Charizard from Fire Red to? To pearl, I, I I have a diamond. Have you a,
4: had diamond.
0: Oh, why do you have you have pearl. I changed or,
4: it to diamond. Remember, you had diamond because
1: if I you had pearl, remember. I would have stolen it.
0: No, I don't remember which All one right. I had. I I remember helping
1: you with that. Let me ask you this: Do you guys put bleeps into the podcast? No,
0: no, you can curse as much as you want. No, 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 no. no. If,
1: if I say a name, could you bleep it? I can. Okay, yeah. Matt, who, Matt's the, uh, Matt. the who is the craziest yeah. person? That you guys have traded a Pokemon with from growing up, I, I had a Paris, okay, that traded me, okay. Hilarious! And, That's hilarious. That's and that, great. that Paris was nicknamed the fucker, and mm-hmm. that Paris, nicknamed the fucker, came from my Emerald all the way up to like Sun and Moon. Nice. Like I, like I transferred it all the way up. You know what I mean? And every yep. time that like Pokemon box came out and you could pull your Pokemon up in there, I would transfer it up. Well,
4: get ready tomorrow. You could transfer it to Pokemon home in your switch.
1: Right. So, but talking about socially and stuff, right? Like I would, I was trading Pokemon with like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I you, know,
4: you you and I used to battle at, in study hall and like at lunch in Pokemon diamond.
1: That's what I'm saying. So uh, I think that Pokemon has been an, an extremely social game. Um And that's also that. And then the meta, which is something not for casual people, Andrew. So that <laughs> the meta is like a whole other thing with, with yeah. the various video game competitions and stuff. That's something that other games don't have as strong of a meta as Pokemon has. And then you get into the cards and Andrew, you're telling me you've never tucked in with like, with just like a drink and just sat at your computer for four hours watching people open Pokemon cards, you're on like, goddamn mind. Because that's some of watch. the best YouTube watch ever. See, for that, real. I that, mean, that I've point, been that, opening the cards.
0: That was a point that I wanted to make is that I, I remember I have much more nostalgia and uh, positive feelings about the the cards, even though I never played the, the card game. I yeah, I don't think anyone games. ever
3: actually played because the card it, game. The card insane. game it was a, was a part of I the thing. That. You should, Opened the card packs, and looked at them, You looked yeah, at them, and, and then traded them notebook with, with, the they're, they're with
0: Trading them with your friends—that was like a yeah. a big a big thing. But then it also was the the anime as well. It was just a big a big thing for me. The the, the I, I have Hell more yeah. memories of the show than I do of my, of my favorite memory games. of
3: the show was them brutally uh, twisting my memory of what a jelly donut is supposed to be. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Where but would the, you guys? It, if I said, "Hey, where did you buy Pokemon cards as a kid? Where did you get those from? Where do you remember buying packs of
0: cards?" Yeah, Toys R Us, Walmart, a, Toys R Us.
1: I did not. I know. I think uh, I know where. There, there was a store Walmart, in the Watch Factory Walmart, that Walmart. sold cards. So, yeah. the, the Watch Factory is the answer. If you yeah, get your Pokemon cards from those yeah. two stores in the Watch Factory, I got your cards there. So or that, from, that was a the, local,
0: that was our friendly local game store, right? Or yeah. or the
1: the uh the flea market behind the Oakdale. Yep, yep, yep. yep. (laughs) Ah, (laughs) Just doing laps looking for a Zapdos. You know what I mean? What what a time.
4: No, but so, you know, all of this to say, I I do think that part of, and part of my uh, love of Pokemon was the social aspect of it. Like Joe and I were, you know, battling, playing You know, Joe, you mentioned in in the notes here, like, you watch Small Ant do, like, Nuzlocks, but he also does battles. There's other YouTubers that are constantly, like, doing different battles and shit with friends, and it's, like, the social aspect of, you know, between the YouTubers and then also their community. So, I I do think that, you know, at its core, a lot of the fun and, like, nostalgia for Pokemon is that social aspect, And, and, you know, Pokemon Go even brought that back in 2016 with you know yeah, uh, pokemon like, go was
3: a was a virus
0: Can we like, like but can we talk about this though like for it was you know the the summer of 2016 this is the before <laughs> four times where you know you it was this is probably like the last glimmer of of hope that so many of us in our generation possibly had i still remember you know going around uh you know new york city and central park and not just Central Park, just all these areas yeah. of over- chatting remember- with people that were also you could tell they were catching something.
4: The like, the the atmosphere the say,
0: you people. know, in New York City completely changed overnight. Yeah. You know, like it went from, you know, fuck you, I'm walking here to uh, oh my god, there's a fucking Snorlax. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Come on, everybody. I mean, <laughs> even
0: like because I was living in Montpelier
3: at the time, there was so much of Montpelier where you'd be out walking and people
0: in their car would slow down and be like, is there something good? Should I pull over? It's like it's it was the rare moment where you thought world peace was possible. <laughs> the day it was, it was bringing two, people together. 2 weeks after Pokemon
1: Go came out, I got on a plane and I was in Qatar for 6 months on an air force base in Qatar, right? And on that base, the living area was like a rectangle and people would run around that rectangle. You know what I mean? I, I ran over 400 miles on that deployment just doing laps to hatch eggs so
0: I could try <laughs> yeah, to use, evolve into using Eevee. the pedometer thing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: just so that I could get a Vaporeon because all the Pokemon out there were rock Pokemon. And for six months, I dominated those gyms out there. Dominated. <laughs> I would wake up and I would go put my Pokemon back in the gym. That that was the first experience with Pokemon Go. But then, because we're talking about the social aspect, have, have you guys all seen the movie The Train to Busan? Yes. 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 yes train to busan is a korean film about korean zombies okay Anyways, fantastic so i was in south korea for a year from 2017 to 2018 pokemon go has community days and so on like every saturday for a couple hours is a community day and so special pokemon would spawn right and so me and my friends went up to Suwon, and Suwon is just another city and and you could take the, the train up there we were at osan air air base and so it was like a 20 minute train ride And there was like a really nice park. And we saw the park on Google Maps. And we were like, all right, there's got to be Pokestops there. You know what I mean? (laughs) We get there. And when I tell you it was just a wave of Korean zombies, everybody staring at their phone. One dude had on a stick six cell phones, all tied to power (gasps) cables, just spinning, swiping. And uh, we were up there for the Larvitar Community Day. And so there was a 98 IV Larvitar. And someone shouted out, 98%! And... (laughs) thousands of Korean people all swarmed one corner of the park to try to catch this Larvitar. And that was the community because there, it didn't matter who you were. Everybody just wanted that that one Larvitar. And when like, when we, when we would do Mewtwo or Kyogre raids there, everybody was so stoked to see that you got either a shiny or 100% IV. And that was where I got my 100% IV Mewtwo and Pokemon Go. I have two of them. Andrew, you wouldn't know, casual. <laughs> <laughs> that Mewtwo I got there, I, I caught it and w- when a legendary appears in Pokemon Go, you can tell its IVs based off of its level when you catch it in the raid. And like so, like we, we do the raid, Mewtwo pops up. At the time, I wasn't great at throwing the balls. Now I can, but there was like this master Korean dude who was old as fuck, ripping cigarettes with wicked dry skin, and he was like, "Give me the phone." And I gave him my phone, and he caught me that Mewtwo in like two throws, and it's just Amazing. it was insane. So Pokemon Go in Korea was like at its peak, was unreal, dude.
3: I just. See, wanna... I think everyone's Pokemon Go experience varies widely based on, based where, you on where you were. Because yeah. yeah. if the you were in somewhere it. rural with less of a population, Pokemon yep. Go became uh, hatching eggs was your only viable means of doing anything of merit.
0: I do remember, like, I mean, this was even just going from you know New York City to our suburban, uh, you know, Connecticut. Central town. Connecticut hellscape. Was, was you know, which was by no means rural in any sense, was such a drastic shift. I remember I would have to go to the fucking library. That was the only Pokestop uh, <laughs> around. And like, just like when I would go home for a weekend. And it was just like, uh, it, it was, it felt barren, you know, it was. Yep. Well, it's different. like trying to
3: organize a raid up here was pretty much impossible with like how little time you had once the raid opened up in the amount of people who would be like oh yeah i'll be there in 30 minutes and so you sit there waiting for 30 minutes and then they call you again they're like well i can't be there for another 45 minutes so the raid's raid's gonna be done
4: yeah yeah i i just want to point something out that joe is joe had his
3: stats in there and i wanted to read them out loud for the pod (laughs) so i could read mine back just so we can get a dichotomy of yeah yeah Uh, i could pull mine up
1: I also wanted to say that in Korea too, talking about raids and stuff, I would go to like Hongdae or like, just like, you know, so, some part of Seoul. That's not a real place. Okay. <laughs> People got arrested in Hongdae, but I, but I would go somewhere in Seoul and I would, I would basically go to where all the gyms were. And again, b- you know big loser talk but this is a safe space on on those big legendary days when like there was going to be eggs that day i'd wake up at like six i'd take the hour train to seoul and get there for like eight o'clock or i'd take a bus up there whatever i would get like a sweet coffee or whatever i'd have my backpack on with like two three battery packs in there my (laughs) cell phone out and it was pokemon go day and once the eggs once the eggs start popping those raid lobbies would fill up in a second, 20 people, boom, next lobby, 20 people, boom. And just everybody's either, that was when spoofing was still big, but there were still people hanging out, walking around. And from one egg, you would see a whole mass of people. It was a bunch of Koreans. It was probably one very overweight Caucasian man who had a bunch of neck hair, who was breathing heavy as shit. Don't know how he was in Korea, but this, (laughs) this mob would move from, from gym to gym. And like, it was just mutual respect. It was unreal, but, my stats for Pokemon Go, total caught is 53,729. I'm pulling mine up now. Total distance traveled is 10,000 kilometers, no spoofing. Uh, I visited 30,970 Pokestops. I'm only level 44 because I've slowed down playing in the past year. Um, and I have 43 100% Ivy Pokemon, including two Mewtwo's, a Kyogre, a Tyranitar, uh, and a Lucario.
3: All right, in comparison, I played since launch, air quotes on since launch, since there's, like, multiple gap uh, years in there,
5: Mm
3: -hmm. Uh, but I've only done 2,400 kilometers, caught 9,200 Pokemon, and visited 7,100 Pokestops. You have me beat. Wow. I mean, there was a lot of that where we'd be traveling for work, and I'd be like, oh, my God, we're in Chicago. And I would roam the streets of Chicago with my phone out, actively advertising myself to be robbed, <laughs> uh, wearing like a, a shoddy tuxedo. Hmm? So, so I'm at
4: eighteen hundred kilometers walked, seven thousand thirty-eight Pokemon caught, sixty-nine thousand or sixty-nine hundred uh, Pokestops visited, nice. and I'm level thirty-four. I'm level 36. I
3: should, should
4: I said. I'm a weakling over here. I just got many more hours. I did. I did like
3: games. it because it uh, incentivized me to go walk a lot. And then when that went away, I gained 40
1: pounds. And there's no other reason that that could have possibly happened. <laughs> I got to throw this out there, too, because Pokemon Go has the nature of region locked Pokemon. Um, and just because of the nature of my job, I know people on a bunch of the continents right now. You know what I mean? And so you already know that I would give them my account information, let them log in to oh. go catch me a, a Torkoal. I caught I- you a, a, a Dragonite when Correct. we did that. Correct. And you caught me a Tauros because I was overseas yes. and I couldn't yes. catch Tauros because you were you, in America.
4: You know what? I caught you that Dragonite because I was logged into your account when that popped up. It was like right around the corner from my house. I caught it. I went to log into mine, logged in, uh,
3: fucking was able to get the encounter, but then it ran away. <laughs> so, so you see, my my favorite Pokemon Go memory was when I was working at GE, you know, big Big Daddy GE, you know, big big company, big military contracts, and I watched someone go, yo, there's an Aerodactyl in the lobby, and you watched like 30 to 40 grown ass dudes uh right. make their way over to the lobby in some form of shuffle run to not look out of the out of place. Uh, abiding the safety on the shop floor
1: in pokemon go do you still have your starter yes i believe so yes because if you if if, if you go to your pokemon and filter it by recent and but but like do it the other way it'll show you your oldest the one thing about pokemon go was that it didn't incentivize you to keep your starter and i thought that that was like the biggest plight against god that like (laughs) pokemon game i I was like appalled by it and so i always made sure to to keep my starter and then like within pokemon go the older a pokemon is if you trade it with somebody it's a better chance to get a lucky trade so it incentivizes you to keep pokemon for like years and years um the whole pokemon go world is insane and niantic has done some fuckery with it which is really sad because it has opportunities to be like a really good game um but for somebody who is on the go and and i might not have the space to carry around like a switch or like a gamepad with me and stuff pokemon go definitely helps to to kind of scratch that itch um i do not have my starter
4: i may have it in pokemon home though i might have traded it or transferred it out of (laughs) go i do have a charmander from like 20 days after uh that i have as a charizard right now
0: so, Joe, what has been your experience with the, you know, the current releases? You know, as a as a diehard fan, where you know, th- like, so, what were your opinions of of Arceus? What and you've already, you know, said you're not a fan of Scarlet and Violet, but I'd, I'd like to to understand. Did why. you play
4: Scarlet and Violet yet?
1: Yeah. So, so, so I'm not here to lie. Okay, I'm an honest person. I did not play Legends of Arceus, and I did not play Scarlet and Violet, but I did watch walkthroughs of it. Um, okay. And I was not impressed with Legends of Arceus because it wasn't really truly like, like, like a core release, even though yeah. it's listed as, as a core release. It seemed like a lot of they would put a waypoint up and you would go to that waypoint.
0: And it is that, yeah. It is that, right? I mean, like there, they there they, are put, cool they, mechanics they put a waypoint, that. but then, yeah, you, are, you don't have to go there, obviously. Right. So, you so just go do whatever you want in the region
1: right but like in for example in 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 pokemon emerald after you got the fourth badge if you didn't know that you had to surf east of mauville city you're just like where do i go and i think that's a really important element of it right Mm. and so i don't i don't want a waypoint and then i don't want all my pokemon to get xp from me killing one pokemon that doesn't make any sense to me um and then for scarlet and violet uh i did just move back to america and i bought a house and then my wife is growing a child and i just haven't had a chance to play it yet truly
0: but, That's fair, but like, hey, save yeah. your time. I, I was gonna
3: make the joke that the He's year you it. toned down Pokemon Go, you have you're now having a child. <laughs> <laughs> you you'll be getting Scarlet or Violet and playing it. You know you will.
1: Yeah, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen, especially with with some travel coming up, and I, and I'll be able to give it like a better look then. But I I did play Sword and Shield, and I did play Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, and like I saw, and I did play Let's Go Pikachu uh, and Let's Go Eevee. and. They had some cool mechanics. It did was you have crazy. the poke, Pokeball controller? I did have it. Didn't love it. It was. Okay. I also
3: had the Pokeball controller and didn't love it. So we can bond in
1: solidarity over that. And now it's just sitting in a box with all the other electronic refuse and just random accessories. Yeah, but you
3: had to get it because it was the only way to get Mew. Had to get it.
1: But yeah, uh, Scarlet and Violet are are on the list to play, but. Now I experience Pokemon really through Pokemon Go and then through YouTube content like Small Ant, like people doing Nuzlocke challenges or people showing how they can break the game. But again, once I saw the motorcycle dragon and people trying to like get to new areas in the game because it's broken by just going around gates and stuff like that's not mm-hmm. that's not the Pokemon I, that I would enjoy playing.
4: There's people that are going through you can like could go through the walls into the locked areas and like explore it. Before clipping
3: through the walls on day one, uh, yeah, no, but I mean, like, you could purposely very solid,
4: you could purposely clip through to like go through what is the gonna be part of the DLC area. Um, and people are like exploring that. There's you could clip into buildings, uh, that have like unused insides, which sounds
0: like a greatly optimized gaming experience, yeah, yeah,
4: um. It, it was so things... well
3: optimized, they actually had to lower the spawn count yeah, of Pokemon. Exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. They didn't lo- ended optimized. up not lowering it by much, but
4: whatever. It's 15 now is the, uh, the spawn count on the screen. I think it was like 20 beforehand. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> the one thing I wish they left from Arceus that they didn't. Well, two things. The roll or like the dodge. Mm-hmm. um and uh catching pokemon without having to battle them um yeah. i really really enjoyed that
0: being able to aggro pokemon in the wild just yeah you know, and just throw a ball them at off. them
4: okay. yeah that was like Mike just once to play the
0: far zone
4: <laughs> well as far as zone you still had to encounter them you just, you know i do wish that you could throw pokeballs off of the rideable pokemon other than the swimming one um so,
0: my- I have like one like kind of last thought about uh, about th- this whole series, and say it's it's worth you know going off of, from the Pokemon Go discussion. You know, we're joking around to say like the you know the social aspect is is great. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deny that. And you know, with all with our limitations and our our kind of general sense of powerlessness in our you know kind of culture now, like what else are we gonna get? But like. It's just like, imagine if we took that energy and that sense of solidarity and put it to something else, like, you know, well, political organizing.
1: Someone or... mute Ben's mic. Mute, mute Ben.
0: <laughs> you had
3: it almost right, but then you said political organizing. The real answer is Digimon. Put all this effort towards Digimon. I, I Digital do think, monsters. I do think that this, like, idea of
4: solidarity or like community through Pokemon that the, the developers supposedly were trying to put forth, um, you know, in, in its inception, which at least in the inception, I do believe because, you know, this, the, I forget the name of the, the creator, but, um, you know, he was turned down by other studios. This really was like his pet project. Um, and, uh, you know, it, I think it is interesting that it came out of Japan. That, like, you know, this is not that idea of, like, community and, like, being able to execute on it in some way that is, like, meaningful so to the extent that you want to say, like, you know, uh, Pokemon Go community or, you know, just like Pokemon community is meaningful in people's lives. Pokemon I think it is a, Go
3: to the polls.
4: I, I think it is interesting that it, it it is a Japanese creation. Like, it definitely is not something that an American mind could at that time conceive of, um, and execute on, I think it it is, uh, you know, interesting and important that it was a Japanese company. It came from a Japanese mind, uh, you know, trying to bring community, um, and like a social aspect to a game.
3: So I'm really good at connecting the dots here. And I think that the two dots that we need to connect are, um, the way to deal are the best art comes from dealing with, uh the terrible loss through nuclear strike. So um we just need to, we
0: just, we just need to drop some more nukes so <laughs> yeah. to get some to get some better game
1: franchises. Damn damn is China gonna make Pokemon 2 next
0: year? It's crazy. <laughs> oh man all
5: right
0: any any other final thoughts before I hit before I hit him with the plugs?
4: No, just that Joe and I need to do uh, some of our episodes on our own, just chatting about Pokemon.
1: Feel like we could have gone for about three more hours if we really wanted.
0: Oh, oh of course. Oh, yeah, poor
1: editing. Um, I I think that that <laughs> the final thought is that what would get me back in is is going to be a game with multiple regions that 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 has like like a comprehensive way to weave that together without just having overpowered level seventy Pokemon by like the sixteenth gym. That would be like the ultimate i don't know if, we'll, if we'll, we'll ever get there without it being modded or anything but that's
4: yeah well that's the uh, goal w- one thing i want to bring up and this is definitely more for uh, another episode on its own but you know there is the the community of like hacked roms and like hacked pokemon games which are completely you know uh fan oh yes yeah, my favorite versions.
3: nintendo loves the rom community
4: yeah <laughs> um or there's like pokemon infinite fusion which is Uh, had a a new update that you know is um very very popular amongst like the youtubers and and, you know there's a whole meta around that um and and that uh does go to a few regions and incorporate its base the base of the game is fire red leaf green um but they do incorporate other ds uh map things and whatever um you know from other generations into that game and i think that that is uh joe that might be a um, one for you to jump into uh, and and play around with, and it is cool that you get to fuse Pokemon.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, first off, we'll say thank you to Joe for joining us today. It was a real treat. We appreciate for you sure. coming on. It's been uh, great. Thanks, gents. Maybe maybe you know if there's a if there's ever another franchise that you feel as passionate about, uh, we would love to have you back. Or just yeah. look
1: out for our spinoff series on Pokemon. If you, want, if, if you want to talk about all these biome updates in Minecraft about Terracotta, you just, <laughs> just let me know.
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, but so now it's just time for plugs. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash campaign comrades. We stream every week. Although I'm personally feeling like I might dip my toe in and experiment, see what, what engagement's like on just Do streaming it. on YouTube. Do um, it. But uh, also check out the YouTube page. First actual uh, long form YouTube video is uh, is up and live. I, I do find
3: the the irony of first actual long form video, but every video of this is like is three hours, two and a half hours. Because yeah, I don't count I don't count be, stream uh,
0: stream vods as as yeah. you know the same thing. This is basically a video essay. Uh, where I you know do a deep dive into a review of the of gameplay, but also of the the politics of the recent release Atomic Heart. Uh, so go go check that out on our YouTube page. Just search Campaign Comrades on YouTube. Uh, and uh, yeah, socials you know CamComPod Pod on Twitter. We're not very active there. Should be, but we're not. Uh, Mike, any any uh, so you plug in the. TCG you could, player or no? i'm
4: gonna i'm gonna plug my youtube i mean not my youtube my uh ebay page uh cut the mic gaming to selling some uh some pokemon there six ivs shiny whatever you want you can customize it you let <laughs> me know I, I, I give it to you okay a dollar fifty i get you this pokemon. is the
3: time to interject here this is actually an intervention episode <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah mike this yeah this was a safe space it is no longer we're, we're here to we're, we're here to uh break you from the grip that that pokemon has on you spending Man, 300, make 300 plus deals. hours spending 300 plus hours bad. in pokemon scarlet not healthy putting it <laughs> putting it down there yeah.
3: real friends don't let real friends do that
0: yeah uh, but that'll do it for us on this episode think we're back to a. I mean our schedule was a little bit tweaked because of we reorganized things to fit around our adaptation episode last week for last of us so we i think are off next week i'll have to look at my calendar and then news episode coming out end of the month or something i don't quite remember no we're we're news episode next week we're news episode next week all right so uh yeah we will be covering it's news month.
3: adaptation then off we usually yeah. have off before the game episode, but we right.
0: did. Right. So, just, so I guess we're just, we're back to the regular, yes, the regular schedule. Um, so be on the lookout for that next week. But we'll, we're just, we'll cover all your, our top stories from the past month. But until uh, then, uh, good night and good gaming, folks. thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye bye.